Welcome to C3 Church Tabra. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Phil Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. That it is time to be somber and it is time to um, really take stock of your life and begin to get so serious about, you know, stop playing church, bear your heart to God. And uh, really come to grips with your salvation. These are the days in which we live. Now, can I say something in terms of all that? In terms of our giving? So the Bible says, I'm going to paraphrase, paraphrase. I'm going to crunch, crunch, crunch. Surely the days are coming. And I'd like to read the rest of the scripture. But Malachi 4.1 says, surely the days are coming. Now, I think we're in those days. I think we're in those days when those days are upon us where stuff is happening, including persecution. Now, there's a scripture in Zechariah, and I did a devotion to young Josh on Thursday in terms of some of the persecution, which that was, that, to be honest, that's not persecution. You need to go overseas to get real persecution. But, uh, you know, being persecuted through that scandalous program uh, is, is, is not real persecution. But there's a scripture that says, and it's, a, it's, a, it's the enemy's plan to, to strike the shepherd, to scatter the sheep. So in terms of that, the Bible says, Zechariah 13, verse 7, strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. Now that, that scripture is about Jesus ultimately. And then Zechariah 13, verse 9 says, the third I will put into the fire, I will refine them like silver and test them like gold. They will call on my name and I'll answer them and I will say, they are my people and they will say, the Lord is our God. Do you feel like, is that, is that coming from your heart this week? The Lord is my God. Man, you back off, hairy legs, you know, ACA program. The Lord is our God. Amen? So I, I, I mentioned it to Joshua that there is some practical pastoral application of this prophetic scripture. And one of the things is that, and if we broke it down is that the reality of persecution it's a done deal second the purpose of our trials the purpose of those trials can God can be given the glory and and we can be refined like silver but the next thing is the promise of prayer who's been praying this week who's been praying like I'm sure everyone's been praying for pastor Phil and Chris because the shepherd was struck and we've been lifting him up. And it's only galvanized the church so much in Australia. And it's, and it's allowed us to go public and say, hey, no, we support Pastor Phil Pringle and Chris Pringle and their leadership and the movement. We support them. So the last one, the intimacy of God's covenant. We are yours. You are ours, Lord God. And that is never going to change. As Jesse said, nothing can separate us from that love of God. And I love this scripture in Isaiah 42. I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand and I will keep you and make you to be a covenant for the people and a light for the Gentiles to open eyes that are blind, to free captives. That's what our sister does, as Jesse said, to free captives from prison and to release from the dungeon those who sit in darkness. That's what we're about, guys. 
Can I just say the names of God in the Old Testament? Some of them El Shaddai, which means uh, Lord God Almighty, All Sufficient One, another meaning. El Elyon, the Most High God. Adonai, say Adonai. Adonai, the Lord Master. Yahweh, Lord Jehovah. Adonai means in um, Hebrew, it means you own it all. So if you say Adonai to God, you own it all. Um, Psalm 24, verse 1. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. That's not a radical thought for people who live in the Middle East. In fact, the Apostle Paul says in 1 Corinthians 6, verse 19, 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is, who is in you? whom you have received from God. You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. I should mention, a seed reaps a harvest. A sacrifice reaps a miracle. I know people here who have sacrificially given and they've received miracles. That's what we do. Abraham walked his son up, Isaac, to Mount Moriah. And, and a miracle, that place, in fact, was called Jehovah-Jireh, our provider, the Lord, our provider. Who's got that revelation in their life that, that God is Jehovah-Jireh, our provider? Who, who has that? Who has that? Rev- Can I just see a hand? Because that's a marvelous day. when you Because when you leave the planet... You want to at least know that God is Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Isn't it funny? I feel like I feel like like I'm presenting the best case for giving right now. This is probably my best case. If ACA was in the house, I'd be saying it still. Isn't it funny that Pharaoh, who's a type of Satan, and the scripture says, Exodus 10, 24, 26. This is about Israelites. They're entrapped. They're in Egypt. 400 years they've been there. Moses, where's my Moses? Where's my man? No, it's okay. We don't need him. But he, he's our man. He's a stuttering on the backside of the desert, burning bush experience. Let my people go. Okay, there's some of the backdrop. Here's the scripture, Exodus 10, 24. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses. He'd already been to Pharaoh, Moses, and, you know, Moses had, his heart was hardened. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and said, go worship the Lord God. Go and get saved. Go to see three Tugra. Do what you want. Even your women and children may go with you. Only leave your flocks and herds behind. But Moses said, You must allow us to have sacrifices and burnt offerings to present to the Lord our God. Our livestock must go with us. Not a hoof is to be left behind. We have to use some of that in worshiping the Lord. This is almost like Satan again saying, you can go to church, but don't take your finances there. Don't be go worshiping God with that. Let it be known we use money to worship God and support the gospel. The kingdom of God and its church. Feed the poor, alleviate poverty. And just like Pharaoh, who was a type of Satan, 
The world hates that God idea. The Lord said to Abraham, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you, and I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse, and all people's on the earth will be blessed through you. When we started to go to church in the mid-80s, I remember going to visit my mum, and my mum then was a lovely English woman and uh, very dutiful about her house duties and looking after the family. And I remember saying to her with a sense of elation, I go to church now because her generationally, uh, relations went to church in, in Wales and I thought she would be overjoyed but she come back at me quickly you're not giving money to the church are you charity begins at home wow it, it shut down me I didn't know what to say I, I was only a new Christian then but even our mums don't understand that's why this scripture says we leave the customs of our mothers and fathers who maybe don't understand God, understand the kingdom, understand the church. Like Abraham, he left his father's household. Romans 12, 1, 2. I'm nearly done. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Yes, we live out the tithe principle, the first fruits of our increase. It was instituted before the law, during the law, after the law, and it is now here in this time of grace as a free will principle unto God. It is not law. We are under grace. Amen. 10%, to be honest, is the training wheels of giving. Many of us give way more. Julie and I, we give up to 30% of our income to the Lord, and then even more sacrificially. Amen. So it's true. We are a living sacrifice. He owns the whole shebang. He owns. My life is His. All my life is His. My house is His. My income. So can I be honest with you? It's not 10%. It's not just the tithe. The tithe is a principle. But He deserves all. And you can't understand that through mental ascension. It needs to be something that you receive by your heart to understand that I can't help but uh, realize that why don't they attack, uh, attack the, the, the gambling industry billion dollar industry that people are giving fathers are giving all the, the kids money away and the food money and, and poor mums are suffering because they're giving all their, all their money As one lady wrote on Facebook she said why don't they attack that why don't they criticize the gambling industry? 
And I can't help but think that this scripture is so true. The thief comes only to lie, kill, steal, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. We love the bride. The church is the bride. We support it. We love it. We support it. We give with gay hilarity to the church, to the bride, because the bride is magnificent. And like any bride that walks down the aisle, we with fondness cherish and love and speak well of that bride. That bride, the church, is magnificent. And the groom, Christ Jesus, they will unite one day. We need to hold fast, friends. We are in those days of persecution. But guess what? In the tension of that, people are going to come out and get saved. They're going to start asking you questions. And they might even say to you, do you give like one of Julie's friends? So, so, and she put this little, what do you call it? Image, emoji with a, with a curious, so do you, do you really give 10% to the church? She had no idea that no, it was like a quizzical. It was a challenge for her to realize. So do you, do you really give 10% of the church? And so Julie didn't have the heart to, but this lady responded. Oh, Julie didn't have the heart to say, yeah, anyway, we shouldn't say that probably. Um, <laughs> but can I respond to that lady now? It is true. We give 10% our tithe, but we give way more than that. We give radically all a hundred percent if need be of all that we are and who our time our talent our treasure lord you gave us everything through your sacrificial suffering on the cross and for the reward of your suffering we are not our own we entirely belong to him father we come to you with what you've given us as substance And we return to you out of honor for the upkeep of the kingdom, the gospel, and the church. And we do it gladly with a free will attitude. We're not under compulsion. We do it with joy. We do it with gay hilarity. And we do it by faith. And we do it by grace. And we say, Jesus, you deserve it all. And the saints say... And the saints say, amen. Come on, let's take up the offering. God bless you. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.